welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, I want to talk about the I've tried everything and I can't phrase. I've heard this in many situations and it's disheartening because you hear someone when they are feeling at the end of their rope, like they feel like, well, sometimes, sometimes they've tried and tried and tried, right? And other times maybe they haven't really tried and they just say they can't right away. I'm sure you have multiple things in your life that either of those situations might fit. So what do we do? Do we just give up? Resign ourselves to that's just the way it is? I've heard this for people for their weight loss journey, for meditating, for sleeping. I'm sure there's a million others, but that's what comes to my mind. And this episode, I want to dig deeper. I want to look under that phrase. I want to look around it. I want to maybe get you to think about it a different way. So if you do have something in your life that came to your mind that you say, I've tried everything, I just can't, about to just take the closed fist and open it up. Just be open to creative possibilities. Be open to the idea that the universe has your back and maybe there is a different way. I think a lot of times when we have something that we give up on, if we take a little time to journal and dig under it, there's there may be some protector parts who jump in, right? So that's where we want to make some space. Notice. Notice your response. That's the first step, just notice. And that's what gives you just that little bit of space. And the next time you might have a little bit more space until finally you're able to journal about it and think back, where might this have come from? Why am I so angry about this? Why am I so stubborn about this? Whatever it is that your response is to it, why am I so against the idea that this is possible? We are the ones who limit ourselves the most. So if you find yourself blaming someone else for your limitation, that's also somewhere to dig under. And if it starts with just making a little space to get curious, start there. Even if you can't delve deep into the question, some of these things, they they will take time because we have Sometimes they're called coping mechanisms. Sometimes they're called protectors who jump in and their job, what they're trying to do is save us from hurt. But what our resourced self knows, if we really give it space to speak, is that the real scary part is not actually digging under and figuring it out and helping ourselves heal. So if you have something where you have tried everything, 
try just adjusting your language. I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe talk about it more. Who knows who you're going to talk to that's going to give you a different perspective on it. Okay, I know so far this has been very abstract. (laughs) So let's take an example that I'm really familiar with, that I've talked to a lot of people about. And that is the I've tried everything with weight loss. I've tried everything and nothing works. So let's dig into that, right? What things have you tried? Why didn't they work? I know one thing is that in the diet industry, there are a lot of toxic things. There really are. There's plans that make you cut everything out, like to an extreme amount. To And, and if you are ready to cut that thing out for the rest of your life, then awesome. Then do that, right? But a lot of times people aren't. They're just like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to lose the weight, right? So they cut all these things out. They lose the weight. But it's not the lifestyle they want. And so then they put the weight back on. And that's really, really frustrating. So you want to make sure that whatever you're doing isn't so extreme that you can't keep doing it for the rest of your life. You want to make it a lifestyle that you want, right? And a lot of times it's about mindset. What is the reason that you want to lose weight? A lot of times, and this hurts to hear it, but what I hear is people want to lose weight because they don't like what they look like. They don't like themselves. They think they're ugly. They can't take a picture of themselves. They don't want to see that picture. That breaks my heart. And that's not a place where you're going to have successful weight loss. It comes from love. You have to love yourself the way you are now and make the goal bigger than just losing weight. Why do you want to lose the weight? That's where you start. Ask yourself, why do I want to lose weight? Then you start to get to answers like, I want to be able to bend down and tie my shoe. I want to be able to get on the floor and play trains with my kid. I want to be able to play on the playground with my children. I want to be able to join my friends for that big hike. Okay, now we're getting somewhere, right? That's having a healthy lifestyle, right? Where you feel good in your body. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's about how you feel. It's about being able to do the things that you want to do. So broaden that, right? And get rid of that scale because it is definitely not about chasing a number. There are, (laughs) I mean, I know you know this already, but there are people who weigh the same amount and look completely different. Get rid of that scale. So you want to broaden your goal, right? You want to make it about a feeling. I like, I like the idea of we're working on our health esteem. What does that mean? It means loving yourself so much that you want to take care of yourself. So on my birthday, am I going to have like my absolute favorite cake or chocolate chip cookie or whatever treat it is that I want? Yeah. And on my not birthday, am I might I have those things? Yeah. 
but am I going to have it every day? Sometimes that's where I get to. And then I feel brain fog and I feel tired and I feel, I'm like, ooh, I don't feel like myself. Like I'll notice I just want to sit and that's not me. Like I normally want to be up, out, having adventures. So when I notice that that's how I'm feeling, I stop, I pause, I take a look and I think, okay, oh yeah, I have been having more treats than normal. Definitely one every day, sometimes more than one a day. That's why I'm feeling this way. And so then um, sugar is addicting. So sometimes I will do the, the all cut out all, right, to break myself of that addiction. But it's for a set period of time. All right, for the next week, I am saying no to every single treat. For the rest of my life, no, 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 no. For the next week so that I stop craving sugar, so that it becomes a choice, so that I can have power to decide whether I want something or not. And if there's something that I have trouble saying no to, sometimes I'll just make some rules for myself. Like, I don't know if this happened to all of you, but during the pandemic, I think I started having a glass of wine mm, a couple times a week. (laughs) And it started to get to the point where every night I was like, oh, it'd be nice just to have a glass of wine. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, we need some rules here. So then I decided, okay, only on weekends. And for that first week, I noticed, I would notice that craving like, oh, I want a glass of wine. Nope, it's not a weekend, so you're not having it right now, (laughs) right? So it's something that I can stick to, right? Do I want to never have a glass of wine for the rest of my life? No. One of my favorite things to do is get a group of people, go up to Klein Winery and do a wine tasting, get a charcuterie board, like make a day of it, go to Napa first, like so fun. But I don't want to be, I don't want to be craving it every night. I don't sleep as well when I have a glass of wine and sleep is really important. That's the other that's the other thing I was tying like sometimes with meditation and sleep. I kind of want to address those while I'm giving this example because I think they're related. So sleep, often not being able to sleep isn't just that you can't sleep. It, that's a symptom of something else. And don't stop digging under and trying to figure out what that symptom is. Keep investigating. Keep getting curious, right? Keep looking up all the tips. So you want to have no screens in the evening. You want to make sure you have a set bedtime. You want to make sure that you are paying attention to your mental health, right? I know when I um, have anxiety, I really have a hard time sleeping. And I noticed that coffee would cause me to have anxiety spins in the middle of the night. So I cut out coffee, at least as an everyday thing. And that helped, right? So just get curious and get to know your body. The more that I have paid attention to my body, the more I realize it's telling me everything that I need to know. But it's taken many years. It's taken practice. So the next tip I have is give yourself grace. We are not seeking perfection. We're just seeking progress friends. I want to take a break from the episode to let you know about 
two ways that you can work with me outside of this podcast. One is I have a mindset makeover course. It is totally free. Message me. I will get you the link, but it helps you dig into finding your limiting beliefs and clearing them so that you can actually manifest the life that you want. It's a, it's a way of clearing out that mental blockage, which we all have. <laughs> and the second way is I run accountability groups every month. We focus not only on our mindset, but also moving our bodies and fueling our bodies with good food. Um, it is a lifestyle switch in a freaking positive community. I love my community. So if you want to know more about that opportunity, message me. You can find me on Instagram. Now let's talk about meditation. I have been digging deep into this lately. I am fascinated by the power of the mind on meditation. Like this is my brain and this is my brain on meditation. And it really frustrates me that so many people just give up after trying only a few times or even like some people say they've tried for a really long time, right? And then get closed off. Don't, no matter how long you've tried, don't close off. Just stay open to creative possibilities coming your way. That's all I'm asking. Just stay open. Because all of the research coming out now is incredible. So one of the, let me just share one of the studies that I was listening to. They um, told participants that they were going to get a shock. Well, first there would be a beep and then 10 seconds later, there would be a um, like pain for 10 seconds. It would last for 10 seconds and then they would have 10 seconds to rest before the beep would come again. And they did this with a group of just regular humans and then a group of practiced meditators. The group of regular humans, and they had like brain scans on them, showed that they felt the pain when the beep went off because they were anticipating the pain. All the same sections of their brain that go off for pain were going off with the beep. And then after the pain, and then it would get you know stronger when the pain was happening. And then after, it took a while for them to get back to the baseline again. Get this. The group of experienced meditators had no reaction to the beep. No reaction. And then they had a reaction for the pain. Obviously, it showed up in all the places it should have been, especially in the place where the pain was happening, was even stronger than the the regular human group. And then when the pain stopped, they went right back to baseline. They regulated right again. You know what that shows? That their training with meditation keeps them in the present. We cause ourselves more pain than we need to have by anticipating pain and ruminating on pain. And meditation helps us to stay more in the present. It helps our entire regulatory system get back to regular right away. It makes us more resilient. This was the first time that they proved resilience like with scientific data. My mind was blown. And they also, like I, I listened to all kinds of podcasts. Other ones were talking about how it's when your brain gets into alpha state of mind that reprogramming can happen. 
So that is where the basis of hypnosis comes and um, like the Silva method, if you've studied that at all, the idea that we can do that reprogramming, rewiring of the brain when we are in the alpha state. And uh, one of my, my, I think my last episode, yeah, my previous episode, I have a quick relaxation guide. So it helps you, it trains you in how to be able to go down into that alpha state in a minute if you need to with practice. And I have been practicing that in my life of taking moments throughout the day to just take one minute to do that quick relaxation, right? I mean, it's hardly even time for your brain to start thinking about other things. Side note also, it doesn't mean you're a bad meditator because your brain won't turn off. That's Brains are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Brains are supposed to think. But what I've found over time is that the more I meditate, the longer I meditate, the more space there is between thoughts. It just happens, right? You, It's a muscle. You can train it. And you get the benefits of the meditation every time you do it. So it builds. Visualization, meditation, all of that stuff, our brains are way more powerful than we give them credit for. Way more powerful. So use it to your advantage. What is one step that you will take towards doing something that you have already decided you just can't do? One step. Decide on that one step. Then decide when in your day you're going to do it. Mark it on your calendar. Set an alarm in your phone. Whatever it is you're going to do. And if you miss it, you give yourself grace. And you just try again. Because it's not about perfection. It's about keeping on moving forward. We can only fail if we quit. Otherwise, we're just still trying. And isn't it worth it? Go back to that why. Why do you want this? But why do you want that? Why do you want that? And why do you want that? Dig deeper and deeper until it brings a tear to your eye. That's how important it is. You feel the swell in your heart. That's how important it is. Keep digging with your why until you get to that one. And then write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror in your bathroom where you're going to see it every day. Why? Because you are worth it. You are worthy of feeling good. You are worthy of loving yourself. You are worthy of living the life that you want to live. And you get there one step at a time. All right? This is not a race. So calm down. Stop judging yourself. And if you need any assistance, you can reach out to me. (laughs) I will talk it out with you. I love talking it out. (laughs) Find me on Instagram. All right, friends, that is what I have for you today. I hope that you found something that inspires you to take one step (laughs) towards. And if you have, I would love if you reached out to me on Instagram and let me know what that is. Then I'll check in on you. I am at Lisbeth underscore Koning. Find me on Instagram and have a wonderful week because you are worthy.